Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Let's get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10 4. tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Legato down to the inside. They touch. Truex goes sideways. Legato gets by. Here comes Denny Hamlin. He'll get second. But Legato gets the win. Miami, baby. Yeah. You know, hey, we're, we're in it. Uh, now, now, the next two weeks, we think about Miami and, and nothing else. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tire. Right on our screen. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you for yet our weekly get-together on the heels of quite a spicy finish to the first day of 500 Sunday at Martinsville Speedway. Joey Logano brought home the grandfather clock after contact late in the race on the final lap with Martin Truex Jr., he not only takes home the clock, but he also takes one of the four seats at the championship four table to run for the title at Homestead Miami Speedway. We'll chat with Joey coming up. We're also going to go face-to-face with Chase Elliott. How does he like his chances to race for a title? Plus, we'll get his thoughts on the Metallica concert he recently attended. We'll also hear from Johnny Sauter, fresh off his sixth win of the Truck Series season at Martinsville. Johnny will contend for his second championship in Miami, and we'll discuss NASCAR's return to Texas this upcoming weekend. In a few moments, Motor Racing Network's backtracks of the exciting race to open round eight of the playoffs for the Cup Series. We'll hear the best of in-car audio married up with our call here on the Motor Racing Network. We're also going to preview the latest Jack Roush podcast on MRN.com. Plus, we've got this week in NASCAR history, a social media minute, and a whole lot more. To get the party started, we bring in the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky, for the latest in NASCAR news. Kyle? Mike, 25% of the championship four has been determined in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series with Joey Logano's win last Sunday at the Martinsville Speedway. Logano and his number 22 team have not been considered one of the big three this year with Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Martin Truix Jr. But team owner Roger Penske says that doesn't mean the team hasn't had a great season. Well, I think it's been a certain a great year for us, you know, winning the Brickyard and the Southern 500. And, you know, we had five wins plus a couple of wins in the uh, at Daytona before the 500. So I wouldn't say it's been a bad year for us. Uh, to me, it's been a spectacular year. And this obviously, uh, you know, kind of caps uh, the first part of this season. And then we go into the last race, you know, for the championship. Race two in the round of eight will take place this Sunday in Texas. 
The race weekend in the Lone Star State will begin on Friday night with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series as they'll race the Jag Metals 350. The second race in their round of six, Johnny Sauter won last Saturday in Martinsville and is guaranteed a shot at his second series championship next month in Miami and believes momentum is on his side. I feel as a whole, just, you know, I could speak obviously for the 21 team. I just feel like we're getting better and better. And, and obviously Mike keeps cracking the whip and, and uh, we keep, you know, building better trucks. Just, you know, the constant evolution of, of racing. Having said that, I feel like we got a good bullet lined up to go to Homestead. Hear more from Sauter later in the show. He is the most recent winner in Texas, capturing the last two races there, last November and again this past June. Our live coverage from Texas is set for Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Mike. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up later on NASCAR Live, we'll have our AutoZone Driver of the Week, Joey Logano, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you guessing? AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone, AutoZone. At AutoZone, helping to get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. And right now, get a great deal on lighting so you can see everything and be prepared for anything when you are on the road. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An MRN Backtracks is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The race weekend doesn't have to end with the checkered flag. Carry the action over in the Monday with MRN Motorsports Monday, presented by Outback Steakhouse. Log on to MRN.com and join veteran broadcaster Woody Kane and NASCAR spotter Joey Meyer as they review the race weekend and debate the biggest stories of the week ahead. Plus, some of the biggest names in the sport stop by to talk the latest topics. Make Monday your new favorite weekday with MRN Motorsports Monday at noon Eastern or anytime on demand at MRN.com. When the smoke settles, the entertainment never stops. On race weekend, your favorite NASCAR personality is an everyday superhero. Chase Elliott is going to victory lane. But when they leave the track, they're just like us, everyday people. You know, as I've said before, I I'm going to be me. And, and I'm uh, Susie Armstrong. Join me on a daily journey as we discuss the hot topics and engaging personalities of NASCAR Nation. The world of racing, weekdays on the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. As we mentioned at the top of the show, Joey Logano is going to join us here on NASCAR Live, fresh off of one of the biggest wins of his career that happened Sunday at Martinsville Speedway. Whenever we go to Martinsville, you can always expect drama, especially in the playoffs. But as we learned in this week's Backtracks, the paperclip lived up to the hype. Look for action on this racetrack. This track does deliver what will it deliver here this afternoon? Up front, Kyle Busch, Clint Boyer, row two. One to go. Three next time. Five under laps. 130 your first segment. Long day. Take care of it. Have something to run on. It matters. 
Ready. Ready. Go, go. And the green flag goes up at Martinsville Speedway. We are underway. Not a good start for Clint Boyer. Kyle Busch breaks away and leads to turn one. You're clear, Denny Halfoff. Trouble turn four. Jimmy Johnson gets tagged and he's around. Well, wheel hop going in the turn. I don't know where that came from. The, the second apex or the last bit of rolling when I go back to the throttle, I just hear the rears really sleep. He was running side by side for position with Eric Jones. There was contact and around goes the lows for pros Chevrolet. Denny Hamlin wins the stage. The battle for second looks like Joey Logano by a few inches. Will there be damage on Clint Boyer's car? Right front damage possibly. He hammered William Byron. Damn it! As he was trying to exit, Byron was trying to come in, turn him around, and certainly a lot of contact was made. We're coming in. How bad is it? There's one lane. You did the right thing. He just cut down in front of us. I don't think we're hurt at all. From what I can tell, I don't see a hole even in the nose. I just see it caved in a little bit. At the line, it will be Joey Logano. He does not put Jimmy Johnson a lap down, and unofficially, that means Kevin Harvick would get the wave around as stage two complete. Logano picking up the green checkered flag. Trouble turn four, William Byron around, slams into the outside wall. Trump first, may have wheel hopped it on entry into three. Outside wall here, three, four, stay low, yellow, 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 yellow. Backs it into the outside retaining wall, heavy damage on the rear end of a Liberty University Chevrolet. Eric Almarola into the back of Logano, here comes Denny Hamlin. Trouble on the back straightaway, up in flames, one of the cars goes up in Smoke. Yellow, 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 wreck down the back. It's the Kyle Larson machine. Smoke pouring out of the engine bay. Fire under the hood of that car. Watch the fluid top three quarters of the way down the back. Trouble, turn three. Around goes Clint Boyer on the nose of the Jimmy Johnson machine. Hey, let's do it. Ain't over yet. There's only 16 cars in the lead lap. We'll get some tires on it here and make some adjustments. Miami on the line as they go back to turn one. Tug those seatbelts tight. It's going to get ugly now. Here they come. White flag in the air. Truex now to the inside of Logano. Logano will battle back on the outside. Side by side. Wheel to wheel back into turn number one. Truex to the bottom of the racetrack. Try to get it done at the exit of two. He does. The bottom with Quarter panel, quarter panel, quarter panel. Clear. Don't let that stuff again break. You clear by one. He pulls ahead of Logano. Truex to the lead as they hit turn three. One more try. Come into your bumper. Bumper. Logano gets into the back. There you go. Now get the gas. Get the gas. Come on. He shoves him up the racetrack. Logano down to the inside. They touch. Truex goes sideways. Turn left on that son of a Come on. Logano gets by. Here comes Denny Hamlin. He'll get second, but Logano gets the win. Man, that got physical coming off turn number four. They got together. Truex nearly went sideways. He held on for a third place finish, but Joey Logano is definitely going to play in Miami. Miami, baby. Yes. Good job, man. Good job. Awesome job. Hell yes. Miami. Let's go. Joe the man. Exciting NASCAR Live backtracks and an impressive win for Joey Logano. We will talk to him next on NASCAR Live. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com.
Now's the time to prepare for winter driving with Peak Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant on sale for $8.99 a gallon after $6 mail-in rebate at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get maximum freeze protection for your car's engine with Peak Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Coming up. You'll hear from Joey Logano, our In the Zone Driver of the Week, presented by AutoZone. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hello, MRN Crew Call. Yes, you want to schedule an appointment with Sammy Joe and Rocco? I can do that. Now that comes with an all-access look down onto pit road. Are you okay with that? Sure, it's as close as you'll get to interviewing the race car. <laughs> now, do you need a reminder? Okay, you're scheduled for Wednesday at noon Eastern. Just come to MRN.com or the MRN Facebook page and ask for crew call. We look forward to seeing you. Goodbye. NASCAR Today Midday is your NASCAR source on and off the racetrack throughout the week. It's so uh, so peaceful to get out in nature and just sit in the woods and watch the deer and bird. Um, typically on our runs, there's a lot of conversation for 25 or 30 minutes, and then it gets quiet because you're sucking sucking wind. But on the bike, especially at the racetrack and stuff, they're pretty, pretty easy rides. Keep up with your favorite NASCAR stars each weekday on NASCAR Today Midday here on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Man, that got physical coming off turn number four. They got together. Truex nearly went sideways. But Joey Logano is definitely going to play in Miami. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Sunday evening on the Motor Racing Network. Joey Logano and Martin Truex Jr. fighting for the checkered flag. Joey Logano taking it and also punching his ticket into the championship four at Homestead Miami Speedway. Joey Logano joins us right now. Joey, welcome back to NASCAR Live. Congratulations. What's happening? How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Not as good as you, though. Not only did you, uh, did you win a grandfather clock, but you're also, you also have a seat to the championship four table there at Homestead Miami Speedway coming up. Man, that sounds real nice. That's uh, you know, the goal. When you go to Martinsville, it's all about thinking about Miami a lot of times. and How do you win there to set yourself up in the best spot and, and that's what we were able to do, just have a, a great race car, great pit stops. The pit stops were incredible, and that's really what put us in position to, to, to make the move and, and win the race. You know, it's amazing. You talk about pit stops. We'll get into the nuts and bolts at the end of the race in a moment, but a couple things before we get there. You talk about pit stops. With 41 to go, you guys had a clutch pit stop that put you out in front. It seemed like that the team on pit road, flawless all day, not a missed lug, no speeding, no penalties, and it seemed like that it was one of – I don't want to call it perfect, but from where we observed, it looked like it was as close to that as it could be. Was that indeed the case? I think all day on pit road, it was like that. That's amazing. That's a great feeling as a race car driver when, you, when your job gets a lot easier because your pit crew did an amazing job on their part. So um, just a great great team effort, really, because we had a great car, um, had great pit stops, and uh, the driver did his job, too, which was good, and uh, didn't let them down. So just uh, overall, it's a, a well-executed day. You uh, you were uh, executing at the end of the race, found yourself on the outside lane, and that was an impressive run. You had a couple of guys underneath. You had a couple times, and the car was able to hang in the second lane up from the bottom. Is that something that just happened? How did you know that you had that outside lane capability there when you started to use it? Well, you know, really ever since the last couple of years, Goodyear has brought a, a little bit of a different tire that really rubbers in the racetrack, 
and uh, forces drivers to move up the racetrack at Martinsville, which we've never seen for a very long time. And uh, this tire really allows that that second lane to come in, and, and uh, you know that last run, we just uh, we made some adjustments to try to get our car to fire off quicker because we had a shorter run, knowing it was only about 40 laps or so, and um, they just didn't like it. <laughs> the car was uh, off a little bit that run, and so I was uh, doing all I can to, to play defense and as tight as I was in the center. Um, you know, the the only way I could make any speed was moving up the racetrack. But the last thing you want to do sometimes when you're at, at Martinsville is move up the racetrack because it's not a safe place to be. But uh, that was kind of my only play at that moment. Well, and at the end of the race, white flag comes out, you and Martin going for the win, and there was contact on the last lap, which is which has resurrected the age-old debate about the bump and run, which you applied, obviously, to Martin to get the win. Um, how long did you know that you were going to have that, that, that move to play. When did you know that that was your final option there to try to get the checkered flag? Uh, going down the back straightaway into turn three uh, on the last lap. That was, that was the move. That was the only move I had left. Uh, I was trying to hold them off, do everything I can to, for, that, for that moment. But, um, you know, going down the back stretch, I thought, well, this is my only shot is to move over the racetrack and, and get underneath them uh, and then just drag race it to the start-finish line. That was, that was the goal. Um, you know, it wasn't to, to crash him or anything like that, which we didn't. Um, we just able to push him up just enough to get underneath him and, and try to uh, apply the power and, and uh, like I said, have that drag race to the start finish line. None of us can understand the position that you were in because the majority of us have never driven a stock car before and never will. But when you get in that position and you know you have that one last option and that option is the bump and run, what is it like trying to manage the the exhilaration of the moment, the enthusiasm of the moment, while not trying to turn it into a dump and run. You know what I'm saying? Not to go in there too hot and then turn him around like we saw last year. Yeah, I think, yes, as an athlete, you find a way to, to control yourself. And then um, in, in those high-intensity moments where you think your heart rate may be going through the moon, it might, might may have been, I'm not sure, but uh, those moments you kind of find a way to just take a deep breath and, I remember with two to go, I was going to the back straightaway, and we were two wide racing the heck out of each other. And I, just, I took a deep breath for a second just to keep myself, uh, you know, controlled and in the right uh, mindset and making sure I didn't make any mistakes because it was uh, about 40 qualifying laps there at the end that you're trying to tie together uh, and not make any mistakes at all because um, you know what's on the line. It's not just the race on the line. It's the championship, a possible championship on the line. So uh, there's just – it's a big deal, and that's what these playoffs are all about, though. Man, it's, it's, it's so great that uh, NASCAR is, is, has the situations that uh, they put these drivers into to, to to make these hard decisions sometimes, and and force us to race so hard. That's that's what that's what our sport needs. That's what it's about. Of course, we mentioned that you've already been guaranteed a a spot to race for the championship, which leaves the next two races basically. I don't want to say stress free, but reduced stress, where you can go out and get the win. What's it like now knowing that you're going to Texas this weekend and ISM Raceway the following weekend and you're not in that position where you have to make something happen to race for a championship? Yeah, I don't know if it, it, if it reduces stress to your first part. It just, you just change the focus some. You know, we, we can go to Texas and Phoenix and race with nothing to lose. Uh, I believe that's an advantage, and that's pretty cool, and there's two trophies that we really want to get. Um, so I think that's a nice place to be, but it also allows us to shift our focus some. Uh, to, to Miami and, and have that advantage to where uh, we can just build a, a 
an awesome race car, hopefully, and, and something that we can really race with and, and think about a lot right now. Well, you're going to be thinking about winning the AAA Texas 500 Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway, a track that has been reconfigured, repaved, but it looks like the aging process is kicking in. From your perspective, what type of track is uh, is Texas Motor Speedway? What can we expect from that mile and a half this coming weekend? <laughs> Texas, is, ever since they repaved it, has really changed quite a bit. Uh, you got one end that's really flat, uh, and the car doesn't really want to do anything you ask it to do. And then you get to turn three and four, and you're going so fast it's unreal uh, with all that banking that over that end. So it, it's, it's a driver. It's, it's a challenging racetrack, but for a race team, it's even more challenging, I think, trying to set up a race car for that, uh, you know, because you have to make that compromise. It's really hard to get both those ends uh, balanced well in, in your race car. What's the sensation of speed at Texas like from where you sit? <laughs> uh, like I said, three and four. There's a there's quite the sensation because you're you look at this corner and thinking that I'm barely going to lift at all and in qualifying you might not even lift uh, depending on what the track temperatures are going to be. Well, it's there's a sensation of speed for sure. Well, and I know that uh, you're up to the task. Everybody's up to the task, and it's the uh, it's the race that marks three races to go in the season. And of course, it's coming up this weekend through our friends at the Performance Racing Network. Appreciate you stopping by to spend some time with us. Congratulations on getting the grandfather clock at Martinsville, and congratulations on being able to run for a championship here in 2018. All right, thanks, man. Can't can't wait. Looking forward to it. That's Joey Legato, winner of the first day to 500 Sunday at Martinsville. When we return, we'll get the latest on what's happening in social media and. Get a sneak peek of the latest episode of MRN Presents, The Many Hats of Jack Roush, available to download right now on MRN.com. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. And right now, get a great deal on lighting so you can see everything and be prepared for anything when you are on the road. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm not blooming good. I'm blooming great. Put a shrimp on the barbie and sizzle my steak. Woo! I want that onion to bloom. And it get in my senses like a sonic boom. No rules, just right. So bold, so nice. And I'm so, 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 so ready. It's triple header action this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Our friends at the Performance Racing Network will cover the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Saturday and Sunday. We will follow the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series into Texas for their 350-kilometer event. Live coverage begins Friday night right here on the Motor Racing Network at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll get the latest in social media news next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Facebook and Twitter, MRN is there. Follow MRN on social media for all the latest happenings from the track and in NASCAR. Breaking news, video, photos, live races and shows, stats, opinion, and more. Follow along on MRN's Facebook and Twitter. It's Rip the Fence. 
Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because I don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. I was four wheels in the fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking it. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with Rip the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com. Need to find your local MRN radio station? Taking a trip and want to listen to NASCAR races? Go to MRN.com. Click on stations to find all MRN's local radio stations. Plan a trip and map out MRN stations along your route. MRN on your local stations. Tune in. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. It's been a week full of candy pictures on the various social media platforms for Halloween and a lot of discussion about the wild finish at Martinsville. Here's our Kim Kuhn with the latest Social Media Minute. Kim? Well, Mike, if fans have ever wondered what it's like to live on the NASCAR circuit, they've got their answer. CMT has a new reality show coming in January called Racing Wives, where a few of the prominent wives in the series are giving you a behind-the-scenes look of what the industry is all about. And Kyle Busch was actually asked about the reality show over the weekend at Martinsville and how he feels about his wife being on television. Yeah, I think it's um, it's just a unique opportunity and a sneak peek into the lives of us, um, mostly the wives, obviously, outside of racing and what we do here at the racetrack each and every weekend. Um, you know, people get 30-second snidbits sometimes of drivers on camera, you know, and, and make their impersonation off of what they see there and their opinions off of that, and they don't necessarily know what we're like away from the track. So, um, you know, it's it's I think it's more exciting for the for the girls. Uh, Samantha's obviously um, huge into the, the IVF and being an advocate for that and what we've all had our challenges of conceiving our son and, and now with going through the second round for uh, a girl, hopefully. Um, you know, she's also got some other aspirations that she's got with her store and um, some other things that will come out in the show that she's trying to do. So it's about awareness to those things and, um, and trying to help uh, build her brand and the awareness. And, look, if we're able to get – you know, three new viewers from that show that tune in on Sunday, then it's a positive, right? It's a win. So um, that's kind of how we look at it. Seems like it's going to be a very interesting show. And Samantha's actually tweeted about it. They had a press junket recently. She said, press day for Racing Wives on CMT. We're so excited for you to watch on Thursday, January 3rd, 9 Eastern time. So mark your calendars, set your DVRs. I cannot wait to see everything and all the drama on Racing Wives. Also, it's Halloween week, which means everybody is on social media talking about the holiday. And MRN's Alexa Henrian asked Clint Boyer to throw it back to his childhood and his favorite Halloween costume. With Halloween this week, what was your favorite costume as a kid? Kyle Busch. <laughs> Pretty damn scary. <laughs> Halloween, I mean, I don't know. Just have fun with your kids. Try to try to get more candy than the next guy. That's It's always been that. Life's a competition. Leave it to a bunch of racers to make Halloween a bunch of competition, too. So, obviously, Clint, having a little fun with that answer. I would love to see Clint, though, dress up as Kyle Busch now. How funny would that be? But some other teams and drivers getting in on the Halloween fun on social media. Jimmy Johnson posted a photo of his daughter, Lydia, saying, who's ready for Halloween? She's wearing a bell gown from the Disney movie Beauty and the Beast, but then a Darth Vader 
face mask. So that was an interesting post. And then Team Penske had a really great tweet saying, are you carving a pumpkin this year? Check out our Team Penske carving stencils. Send us a picture of your hashtag Team Penske pumpkin, and you'll be entered into our contest to win a prize pack. And you can actually head to their website to download the stencils. They represent Ryan Blaney, Brad Koslowski, and Joey Logano, those numbers of those drivers, and then the Team Penske logo. So I thought that was pretty cool. But don't forget to follow us at MRN Radio. Thank you, Kimmy. MRN's production staff has been hard at work wearing out those fingers to the nubbins on the latest installment of MRN Presents The Many Hats of Jack Roush, a podcast that looks at his life and his career. And, of course, Jack will be inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame in January. Here's a sneak peek at this week's episode all about the talent Roush has developed over the years. In 1999, Jack leaned on his veteran driver to help land his next unproven talent, and eventually his first champion. Jack knew what he wanted to do, and he convinced me of what he wanted to do and why. He always had reasons for what he did, so uh, really the, the, only, the only one I demanded Matt Kenseth when we didn't have a place for him. Matt Kenseth adds another one to the list, winning here today at Phoenix International Raceway. And I'm proud of that because Matt delivered them their first championship, and Jack deserved it and Roush Racing deserved it, and Matt did that. Something that I ne- never could do, so that was cool. Matt Kenseth, the new Winston Cup champion. Yeah, I met him um, in uh, in Dover in 1997, I guess I was driving for uh, for Robbie and John Reiser and the, and the family there, and uh, met, met Mark Martin, and uh, he recommended to Jack they hire me. They didn't know really for what. They didn't have a spot for me at the time. And uh, so I remember talking to him on the phone, and uh, he told me to come and find him at Dover and talk to him. He said he'd be easy to find. He'd be the guy wearing the, wearing the straw hat or the funny hat. I shouldn't say funny hat. He'd be the guy wearing a hat. So I, um, I went and met him there up in the front of, uh, I think, uh, the 99 hauler, and uh, that was the first time I met him. That's a preview from our latest podcast called MRN Presents The Many Hats of Jack Roush. It's available right now for download at iTunes and also available at MRN.com. What would it look like if we all listen more? Listening to audiobooks inspires us, motivates us, even brings us closer. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, including my personal favorite, Racing to the Finish by Dale Earnhardt Jr. And now, Audible members get more than ever before. Each month, they get three titles of their choice. One audiobook, two Audible originals, and fitness programs that they can't get anywhere else. There's never been a better time to experience Audible. Try it for free for 30 days by visiting audible.com slash NASCAR Live or by texting NASCAR Live to 500-500. Again, that's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash NASCAR Live or text NASCAR Live to 500-500 to try it for free today. Our face-to-face with Chase Elliott is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. 
Hard, dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. MRN's Throwback Thursday, the greatest races in NASCAR history. Richard Petty goes back in front. They both spin. They're in the wall. Petty is sliding. Pearson is still running. As they come to the stripe, the winner is car number 21. They spin. They go into the outside wall. Earnhardt hits the wall. Rudd hits the wall. And scooting through is Jeff Bodine. And he is going to win the Holly Farms 400 here this afternoon. Thursdays at 1 on MRN.com, on demand on iTunes and Google Play. Throwback Thursday on MRN. NASCAR.com. This is NASCAR Live. In his 99th start, Chase Elliott is going to victory lane. Yeah, baby, yeah! Oh, yes! Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. As you heard there, it's been an impressive playoff so far for young Chase Elliott of Dawsonville, Georgia. He's already won three times in 2018, two of them coming in the last round of the playoffs. Our Kim Kuhn sat down with Chase over the weekend with the latest edition of Face to Face. To be a standard statement at every race, when will Chase Elliott win? He won at Watkins Glen. He won at Dover. Today, he wins at Kansas Speedway in the Hollywood Casino 400. Three wins this season. I know the saying, you know, you win one. Once you get your first one, then the others come easily. But from your perspective, is that how it's felt? No, I think that's a myth. Uh, personally, I don't. I mean, you know, to me, the only difference is we've been in better positions, I think, the last couple months versus what we were, you know, say at the beginning of the year or whatever. So I think that's been the biggest difference is just having been in better position, closing a race, which all that kind of kind just comes down to being a little faster and, and being, you know, racing inside the top five. If you're doing that, then, you know, different pit road strategies and things can be relevant to you. Otherwise, you're you know, on different game plans and, and whatnot further back in the field, it doesn't really matter. So I think that's the biggest difference is just running better. Looking at this next round, is there one track in particular that you feel more than the others that you guys could win and lock yourselves into Homestead? I mean, I'd like to think any of them. I mean, I think that's got to kind of be your mindset. Um, I just don't think there's really any room to, to struggle a whole lot, you know, in this round. And, and uh, you know, it's going to be tough. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of, you get down to eight cars and everybody's going to be pretty good. So it's, uh, yeah, like I said, just not a lot of room for air. Definitely not a lot, a lot of room to struggle and, and certainly uh, can't make any mistakes, you know. But, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think any of them. You know, I think uh, Texas, to me, has probably been our, as of late, been our biggest struggle since they repaved it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Is there any fear that your team might get complacent? Because wins are nice, and obviously two wins in the last three is a big deal. Is there any fear that they might just get, you know, comfortable with the winning situation and not put in the effort that you guys have seen over the last couple weeks? No, I think if we were going to get complacent, it would have been this last round, and, and I was just really, uh, really excited to see that we did it as a whole and that, you know, I felt like the mindset was right. You know, it would be really easy to – take that win at Dover and cruise you near know, the next two weeks and, and not uh, bring our best effort. You know, Talladega was, was really bad. I thought, you know, in general, obviously it didn't work out. But, you know, to go to Kansas and, and um, stay on kill I thought was nice. And I think that, you know, everybody kind of had that mindset. So, no, I don't expect that to change now. 
Hendrick recently announced there's going to be a shift in 2019. Chad Knauss is going to work with William Byron. Kevin Mandering is moving up to work with Jimmy. I know that it doesn't affect your team specifically, but do you feel like it's going to freshen up things over at Hendrick in general as a whole organization? Yeah, I mean, I think it has the, it has the opportunity to. Um, you know, I think that uh, I think the biggest thing that it's going to do is just make all four cars stronger. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see that. You know, I know that, uh, you know, obviously Chad and Jimmy done some great things over the years, and, and I think everybody kind of misses that narrative and wants to write about all the problems or problems they think they have. But I think it, you know, just one of those things, time for a change and want to do something different. So I, I think we all need to respect that for one and give them a chance to do something different and, and see how it goes. So, yeah, I think it's going to make, make everybody better. And if we're better as a whole, then we're going to be, we're all going to end up better in the end. Could you and crew chief Alan Gufson potentially be the next Chad and Jimmy? Because it seems like you guys have finally kind of hit your stride and you know what it takes to win and to put yourself up to be a championship contender. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've, uh, I've always enjoyed working with him and I, I enjoy our relationship. It's really straightforward and simple and, and uh, <clears throat> he lets me do my thing. I let him do his. He doesn't question me. I don't question him. And that's just, you know, it's just simple. And, you know, we, we're... Uh, his demeanor and his personality reminds me a lot of my dad and and uh, yeah it's been fun to work with him so I don't know what the future holds but I've enjoyed working with him and and hopefully we can have some some success over the years you recently attended a Metallica concert doesn't quite seem like your scene just because I know you love country music what was it like yeah definitely not my scene uh, I got kind of drug into that but it was uh, it was okay um, I'm sure I get bashed for saying that Metallica is okay but I just when I can't hear the words to half of your uh, half of your songs, um, <laughs> I don't think that's for me. But I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. But it, it was there was a lot of people there that enjoyed it. So um, I had a good time. One of those things where you know they are legendary, I guess, in their own right. So I'm glad I said, I'm glad I got to go. At least I could say I went one time. Any other concerts on the docket coming up? Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing as of uh, as of late. So. Yeah, I don't know. I need to work on my off-season plans because they're pretty boring right now. So we're, uh, we have some work to do. So no, but I'm going to work on it. We'll see. So no plans when the checkered flag flies in Homestead, besides all the championship. Outside of that, what's the first thing you're going to do when it's finally the off-season? Yeah, well, I don't know. I'd go home uh, first and, and kind of figure it out from there. But yeah, I don't know. I might have some, you know, a get-together or whatever back around home with some friends but aside from that I don't know we, we typically spend some time in Colorado throughout December and and uh, you know once the season's over we still have you know the banquet obligations and and some different photo shoots and things for next year at the beginning of December so it's not quite over yet uh, but once that stuff ends maybe maybe go out west or find somewhere warm I don't know one of the two Halloween coming up this week what is your favorite Halloween costume you've ever worn uh, I, uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. It's been quite a while since I've participated in, uh, in dressing up. I feel like I was Buzz Lightyear one year when I was a kid. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, I need to, I really need to do better at that. I, I, I don't feel like I'm, I don't not do it because I think it's not cool. I just have been lazy and not going to get a costume. So I need to work on that. So I'm guessing you don't have a costume for this year? I don't, I don't. <laughs> no, I have not even thought about it. So we'll see though. A seventh-place finish at Martinsville this past week has Chase on the outside looking in when it comes to the championship four. Matter of fact, Chase 
is 31 points below the cutoff line as we head to Texas Motor Speedway. But then again, if he wins this weekend at Texas or the following week at Phoenix, that could solve everything and Chase would go into the playoffs. Coming up, he's a six-time NASCAR Camping World Truck Series winner in 2018. And he won this past weekend at Martinsville to give him a shot at racing for his second title. We will hear from Johnny Sauter next. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. And right now, get a great deal on lighting so you can see everything and be prepared for anything when you are on the road. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. In a sport driven by acceleration, we're shifting gears to do more to help preserve our environment. Driving the sport towards greater reforestation efforts. Speeding up our recycling programs. Racing greener with Sunoco Green E15, a cleaner blended biofuel. Because if we all shift gears to help the environment, we can keep racing for so much longer. To learn more about how NASCAR is shifting towards a greener future, visit nascar.com slash green today. Who doesn't like to take a trip down memory lane? We do it on MRN.com every Thursday at noon. We replay classic races. We dip into the old MRN broadcasting vault and dust off an oldie but a goodie every single week. Again, Thursday at noon, your destination for taking a trip back in time with the MRN time machine, as it were. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey, I'm One Nation Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I live from the World of Outlaws World Finals. On Friday, November 2nd from 2 to 3, we'll talk with the stars of the Wing Sprint Call World at Charlotte Dirt Tracks Camper Appreciation Event. It's at the Pavilion next to the Drag Strip. We'll kick off the World Finals in style. Wing Nation live from the Dirt Track at Charlotte, Friday, November 2nd at 2. Join us there live or listen on MRN.com or WingNation.com. The newest, most interactive track in NASCAR. New garage and infield experience. New finish line location. New seat. New driver access. New Gatorade victory lane. New everything. It's now in Phoenix. Let's celebrate with the semifinal. It's just about anything can happen when you have a track like Phoenix. It's the place to be. The Can-Am 500, an opening weekend of ISM Raceway, November 9th, 10th, 11th. Buy the best tickets now at ismraceway.com. This is NASCAR Live. For the sixth time in 2018, the 23rd time in his NASCAR Camping World Truck Series career, Johnny Sauter takes it to victory lane. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Saturday afternoon at Martinsville Speedway as Johnny Sauter earned yet another grandfather clock. Our Woody Kane dialed up the former champion following the win to discuss. Johnny, the way this weekend started off, you had rain all day Friday and didn't really get to work on, I imagine, what you had hoped to work on before the race. How did you guys adjust from there to find yourselves in victory lane? Yeah, well, you kind of hit the nail on the head, Joe, and, uh, you know, our engineering people and, and everybody at GMS, we kind of, had an effort to, uh, to try to make our stuff better at Martinsville and had a whole different set of package. And then obviously the rain came and I said, now what are you going to do? And they said, well, we're going to put it back to what you had this spring. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's just funny how, how things work out, but uh, it ended up obviously being awesome. So 
um, yeah, ISM Connect Chevy had great speed, and, and uh, you know, the last 100 laps was just making sure you didn't screw the race up. So uh, it's a lot of fun. It doesn't happen every day that you get something that good, so it was, it was fun to, to go out and dominate like that. So um takes the pressure off maybe a little bit, but uh, obviously we got to try to win that championship. So um, it was a good weekend. I think I know the answer to this before I even ask, but I'll do it anyway. These next two races now, are you going to kind of take it easy or are you going to going to go full bore and try and pile up a couple of more wins? I mean, obviously you're already going to race for a championship in Homestead, but you got some uh, some sponsors and a lot of guys who work on that truck to try and make happy, right? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I uh yeah, the goal is to win. So, um, you know, there there might be not as much pressure to to try to point your way in or or whatever and, and that you know you're racing for a championship, but um, there's a little bit of a pride factor there, um, just trying to race as hard as you can week in and week out. So um, I think I speak for, for everybody at GMS when I say we gotta we got to keep digging. So um, And I also feel like if you, if you let your guard down a little bit, sometimes it's it's hard to know where, where it needs to be. So uh, we just need to keep doing what we're doing. And, um, you know, obviously winning another race before, before Homestead would be phenomenal. Um, they're great racetracks for us. So, um, but yeah, I think you got to keep pushing, and, uh, and and I know everybody feels the same way. So that's that's what we're going to do. Johnny, let's go back to Martinsville for a second. Uh, what happened in the Cup race aside? Uh, have you been a little bit surprised that it hasn't been as much of the traditional short track beating and banging at Martinsville as we've seen in the past? I mean, I know we had the last lap deal with, with Logano and Truex, and you had a little bit of a, a dust-up with, with Myatt Snyder, but relatively minor incidents compared to what we've seen in, in, in years past, right? Yeah, for sure. I was expecting the truck race to be way crazier than that. You know, you, you, you talk about that restart with Myatt, that was still with 35 laps to go or whatever, So, mm-hmm. or maybe even 40. So, um, you know, that, that whole time there when we were running green to the end, I thought for sure, well, we're going to get another caution here. So, um, And then it never came. So, yeah, I think the racing was definitely calmer. Um, having said that, the reasoning I don't know exactly. I think maybe some of the, the guys trying to race for the championship were, were more – uh, inclined to just take what they were given for the day and, and not make any, you know, bumps or bruises or try to make any enemies or, or whatever. So, um, and maybe the other guys were respecting the guys running for a championship. I don't know, but um, whatever it was, it was kind of nice to see, uh, a little bit refreshing. So uh, people take care of their stuff. That's not always a bad thing, but I know a lot of people like to be beating and banging. But, um, yeah, a lot of stuff's not destroyed, I guess, is the, is the terminology we should use. So, um, yeah, I thought it was good, um, but... Uh, you know, I don't know that it'll stay that way forever. Let's put it that way. Yeah, one constant is always changing this sport, that's for sure. Well, four grandfather clocks now. I mean, uh, at the top of the hour, do you have to put earplugs in in your house with all the, the, the ringing? <laughs> <laughs> well, not exactly. So, um you know, we got uh, obviously we got a basement up here, um, up in the north, and uh, so we got a couple of them lined up next to each other. So. Um, it's kind of cool. Obviously I've got four kids, so, um, you know, we always make the joke that each one of my kids will get a grandfather clock someday when, when I tip over. So something to remember me by, I guess, but, um, you know, it's, it's cool. Uh, you know, it is one of the coolest trophies, um, and, and especially in the truck series. So, um, I can't believe we've got four of them. I think it's just really cool. That's such a historical place and to, to go there and, and run like we do is just a lot of fun, but, uh, it's definitely a cool trophy. 
Hey, you mentioned uh, you definitely want to try and get some more wins before the end of the year, particularly at Homestead, I'm guessing. But uh, along the way, you've still got a teammate alive in the playoffs and Justin Haley. And earlier this season when the playoffs started, I saw him at, at Las Vegas, and that was, I think, one of the first races that you guys had Timothy Peters uh, running with you again. And, and Justin just stood there asking him a bunch of questions and watching everything that was going on. And later he said, you know what, when I get a chance to soak up uh, knowledge like that, I'm going to take every opportunity that I get. How refreshing is it to have a young guy in this day and age who realizes that he doesn't know everything yet? Well, it's, it's really refreshing, obviously. And, um, you know, it's, that's kind of part of my job is to try to help teammates as much as I can. But I'll be honest, you know, um, you're never too old to learn something. So you can definitely learn something from those guys for sure. Um, you know, sometimes when you're old like me, you get preconceived notions on how things have to be. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, maybe it takes a different point of view to change your mind a little bit. So, uh, but Justin's obviously doing a good job and has won a couple races this year. So, um, you know, his, his team and his program have obviously got things figured out the way Justin liked them, and, and that's cool to see. So, um, you know, he worked just as hard as anybody, and, you know, everybody's working hard, so it's, it's cool to see it pay off for him. And, um, I, you know, I hope we're racing Justin for the championship come Miami, and, and if there's anything I can do to help him, I'd be more than happy to do that. You know, at a place like a Talladega, you can obviously draft with a teammate and help him out that way, but at different tracks, the, the mile and a half, for example, I know it's more of a factor in the trucks than it is in the other series, but is there much on the track that you can actually do to help a teammate at, at, at facilities like that? Well, I think the biggest thing you can help him with is obviously if, if you find something in practice, um, whether it's a line or, or a setup change or something like that that you think was, you know, a step in the right direction. Um, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest things you can do is, is get that message to them, um, you know, right away so that they can work on it or try it or, or whatever the case may be. So, um, but, you know, as far as the race goes, you know, there's probably not a lot I can do because, you know, sometimes crew chiefs have different strategies or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, you have to let all that play out. But, uh you know, there's things on the racetrack I guess you can do a little bit. You can cut them a little slack if, if it's a restart and, and you're in traffic or whatever. You can cut them a little extra room just to, to make sure he can do the things that he wants to do. So, um, But there's really not a ton that I can do to affect the outcome of the race, but there's there's always just trying to help him, um, like I said, in, in, the, in the ways that, you know, that we just talked about. Let's talk a little bit about Texas coming up this weekend, this Friday night. You obviously won there earlier this year back in June. How different is racing there now since that repave reconfiguration of that track versus uh, what you had before? And that was always one of your favorite tracks, even before the the, the repave. Well, I mean, the racetrack's, um, you know, quite a bit different, honestly. Um, you know, I think it's put a big emphasis uh, on handling with the new configuration. Uh, it's not where we just, you know, try to get them, you know, all traveled up and, and try to carry as much speed as we can. So it's, uh, you know, there's, a lot of lifting going on in turn one and two uh, for, for truck racing at a mile and a half. We typically don't have to do that as much. So, um, you know, one and two is, is just pretty demanding. It's it's a long sweeping corner, but from entry to one all the way to the center, you kind of you just don't ever get that, uh, you know, good feeling that, you, that you're stable or stuck to the race check because the, the track, the, the, the banking doesn't really pick you up until you get towards the middle of, of the corner. So, um, it's kind of like a period of, of you, you know, you feel like you're in no man's land there for a minute. So that's probably the toughest part about Texas now is just getting that, that feel that you want to to get on entry and then having it turn on, on late exit of two. So uh, a lot of times you tighten it up to, to get in the corner and then you're way too tight on exit. So 
I definitely present the challenges for sure. And, and, um, you know, every time we go back, I'm sure it's going to continue to change just because it's, you know, the pavement's not going to be as good as it once was when it was new. So, um, it's, it's kind of a moving target a little bit, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what we got to try to figure out when we get there. It's going to be challenging. And, uh, before we let you go, Johnny, I had read somewhere that you're, uh, thinking about or planning to, I don't know which is more accurate, try, uh, the snowball derby again this year. Is that right? Yeah, I'm definitely kicking it around. So, um, you know, we just obviously, <laughs> I don't want to devote a whole lot of attention to it until, you know, we get through Homestead and, and getting that job done. So, sure. um, and there's always enough time to regroup and figure it out. So it's, you know, it's a big undertaking, obviously, um, you know, you're there for four or five days and, and, uh, you know, trying to get people to commit to wanting to be gone that long and all that, that, that all kind of weighs into the equation. So, um, Hopefully we can get to Miami the way we want to, and then uh, we can focus on that pretty hard. Yeah, then it'll just be all gravy from there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Johnny, listen, we appreciate your time. Congratulations on the on the big win at Martinsville, and uh, good luck for the rest of these races. I know you're looking forward to racing for that second championship at Homestead. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for having me. There you go. That's Johnny Sauter, the driver of the ISM Connect Chevrolet at GMS Racing. He has won at Martinsville and will race for a championship at Homestead, Miami. Thank you, Woody. Sauter's got a great shot to earn his second title for GMS Racing. Can't wait to call that race at Homestead here in a few weeks. Coming up next, we've got our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you guessing? AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone, AutoZone. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend 20 bucks or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. And right now, get a great deal on lighting so you can see everything and be prepared for anything when you are on the road. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome back to Sports View. Next topic. Is it really all about power? Makes me think of Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Gives you the power to find options based on your budget. Let's go to Chuck for an irrelevant analogy. Man, back in the day, people didn't ask how many oranges are in the crate. They just took the oranges. They didn't say, are there 6, 7, 12, 15, whatever. It was just oranges. You get me? We get you, Chuck. In a word, oranges. Give it to us straight with the Progressive Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Coming up in a moment, we'll preview this weekend's race at Texas Motor Speedway. But first, let's go back in time for this week in NASCAR history. 1983 is where we begin. Pat Benatar is on the radio with Love is a Battlefield. President Ronald Reagan signed a bill establishing Dr. Martin Luther King's holiday. On cable TV, the Nashville Network made its debut. And NASCAR was racing at the North Carolina Motor Speedway in Rockingham. Terry Labonte beat Tim Richmond to the line in the American 500. They're around J.D. McDuffie. He'll be the only race traffic to contend here. Richmond smokes the tires off the corner, but he's not making up ground. Labonte calmly guides the Budweiser Chevrolet into turn number three, sticks it dead right in the middle of that groove, and he continues to lead still four car lengths. He's well on his way to the win. Here's Terry Labonte out of the fourth quarter, comes down, and the fans give him a cheer, and Labonte waves to them as he takes the checkered flag and wins the Hodgson American 500. Sliding up to 1994, Alan Jackson has the number one country song with Living on Love. The NFL announced that expansion teams will be including the Carolina Panthers, they will be placed in the NFC West, and the Jacksonville Jaguars will 
be placed in the AFC Central. NASCAR was out west at Phoenix, and it was Terry Labonte again, the winner that week of the Slick 5500. He'll settle in behind Sterling Marlin. Down the back straightaway for the final time into turn number three. Terry Labonte sits down on the inside of the racetrack, stays behind Sterling Marlin. Off turn four, back to the checkered flag for Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte, for the third time in 1994, will win on the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. And we end this week in 2011. Maroon 5 has the top song with moves like Jagger. In the Northeast United States, a record-breaking snowstorm had nearly 2 million residents without power. And NASCAR was racing at Martinsville Speedway. Tony Stewart led the final three laps to win the Tums Fast Relief 500. Tony Stewart taking the lead on the outside lane. Logano head on in the wall. Right front tire cut down. Joey rides the safer barrier. All the way around three and four. Throttle may be stuck on that machine. He's still going full throttle down the front two. But Tony Stewart did take the white flag. He's coming around to score the win this afternoon at Martinsville. If he can hold off Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy gets into the rear deck coming off turn number four. Checkered flag is out. Tony Stewart's going to score the win. And those are just some of the events of this week in NASCAR history. Coming up this weekend, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series will be racing at the AAA Texas 500. For a NASCAR Live preview, here's our Susie Armstrong. Thank you, Mike. With two tickets to the Final Four still up for grabs, the teams trek to Texas Motor Speedway this week for the AAA Texas 500. April winner Kyle Busch likes his chances to capture a fourth victory in Fort Worth and advance straight to go in the final championship face-off. That place has always been fast, and it's always kind of been uh, one groovish around the bottom, and, and so far it's kind of what we got with the repave. You know, obviously you hope that with time and, uh, and age and the asphalt surface that it becomes better, more racy. You know, it's it was... Um, a good place for us before the repave and and now since the repave i think it's been a pretty good place for us as well too we've run well there we won there this spring so uh hopefully we can continue that sort of momentum there denied checkers at martinsville speedway martin tricks jr is all fired up and ready to nab his first tms trophy on the fast 1.5 mile quad oval it's been a really good track for us and uh, for me throughout my career in general and just haven't been able to put it all together. The frustration part of it is that's part of racing, you know. It's just uh, lady luck sometimes. You, you know, she doesn't shine on you. But uh, I love racing there. I love the fans out there. It's a great area, and uh, there's some good fishing holes around that lake too. I like to hit, so I love coming to Texas. Clint Boyer desperately needs a win to make the Final Four. With only three top ten finishes in the last ten Texas clashes, the championship hopeful remains skeptically optimistic. It's a challenge. You know, and, and, and within those challenges, you got to be open-minded about it. you got to be excited about that challenge and, and, and ready to attack it because you do definitely have to attack that. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a track that's the grip levels through the roof until it's not. Um, very, very tricky, you know, to, to get a hold of. The green flies over the AAA Texas 500 at Texas Motor Speedway this Sunday afternoon, just after 3 p.m. Eastern. For this week's NASCAR Live Race Preview, I'm Susie Armstrong. Thank you, Susie. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you guessing? AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone, AutoZone. That'll put a wrap on this week's show. We'd like to thank Joey Logano for joining us, also Chase Elliott and Johnny Sauter. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. We'll talk to you next week right here. So long, everybody. 
NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Rich Colbert and Tyler Burnett. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the expressed written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.